Hello, thank you for choosing to listen to Theme Park Films Podcast. We are Carla and Holly, two friends from England, who will ride the movies, watch the film and give you our thoughts. You can find us on at Theme Park Films on Twitter. Oh, and just one more thing. If you are driving whilst listening to this podcast, please keep your arms inside the vehicle for the duration of the show. Thank you. And welcome to Theme Park Films. I'm Carla and I'm joined by Holly. Hello. And this week we will be discussing Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which was released on the 22nd of June 1988 in the US and the UK on the 2nd of December 1988, so quite a long gap in between. But first, we're going to talk about Roger Rabbit in the parks. Now, He's not in the parks. (laughs) So this won't take very long. Right, done, move on. (laughs) On to the film. So, no, there was a time when he was briefly in the park. So he was part of the Hollywood Studios or MGM Studios, as it was then called, Backlot Tour. So you could see um, the steamroller that was used and you could have your picture taken with that. There was lots of the storage boxes there, a Jessica Rabbit standee. Um, I remember there being a Roger-shaped hole in the wall where it looked like he'd flown through the wall. Um, And I believe Eddie's car was also there. But originally, and I must give full credit, first of all, to at Brad Hughes, who posts for... um, at Daily Disney Blog, which is a podcast and a YouTube channel. So check those out, please. Um, There was originally intended to be a Roger Rabbit land on Sunset Boulevard, which is where now you've got Tower of Terror, the Aerosmith ride, and Beauty and the Beast. Oh. So, yeah, when the park first opened, that, that bit wasn't there. I, I do remember it wasn't there, actually. It was a lot smaller, the park. And they were intending on using that park to build a whole themed land around Toontown. Um, and there were three rides proposed for it. You can see one of the rides in the Disneyland Park in LA, uh, which I do remember. They have a Toontown there. But because of a falling out between, allegedly, between Steven Spielberg and the CEO of Disney World at the time, um, Roger was pulled from the park. They couldn't decide who properly owned the rights to him because it was a, um, a combined venture between the two. So that's why you don't see a lot of Roger there now. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I know mean, I've got quite a few pictures of when I went in the 90s and uh, um, I've got like a picture with Roger and I remember him being on the parade. Um, I remember him being a part of the Backlot tour. And I believe now there are still a couple of references in the restaurant that's near the Black Backlot tour. I think the cab or the seat from the cab is still there and I believe that the car, that the weasels drove or were they hyenas were they weasels yeah they were weasels Weasels. i believe though that the car that they drove is still there and of course roger's hands and footprints are outside 
um, the great movie ride. But yeah, other than that, is is pretty much completely removed from from Walt Disney World, which is a shame because it's one of my favourite Disney characters ever. <laughs> what Roger Rabbit? <laughs> yeah, you got a problem with that? Okay, we might we might disagree on this. Oh no. <laughs> What a surprise! And, and the fact that you snuck this, me being just sort of going along with everything, snuck this in. You know, the, the podcast gives away the name, and uh, <laughs> he doesn't even have a ride. And now I've been made to watch this film. Thank you. <laughs> well, may I suggest you do more research rather than just turn <laughs> up once a week? <laughs> So um, I first saw this um, when it first came out. I had I had it on. The, I had access to pirate video, as we all did in the eighties. So I saw it at the same time. It was at the cinema, so I would have been about ten at the time, and I loved it. Although when I watched it back, I think I must have missed half of it because it's quite it's quite near the mark, isn't it, on some of it? Yeah, very. I'm not sure a Disney film would get away with being. Um, it's saucy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. So this was the first time you've you watched it, I take it. I think I have watched it before, but I don't I like I can remember like bits of it, but I don't really remember much of the film, to be honest. Um yeah, so probably like the first you know, but I can remember watching it fully. Okay. Um and I didn't really, like, to begin with, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, because it starts with, well, it starts with a cartoon, doesn't it? Um, yeah. Of Roger and Baby Herman. And then you see that they're just filming and Baby Herman is actually a very angry little man that smokes cigars. And, like, why does he have to dress as, like, a baby girl? I, I don't know. Maybe he makes more money that way. I mean, the baby was awful before I realised it was an old man and then it became quite frankly hideous <laughs> I quite like Baby Herman I think it's quite funny horrible okay so um, we then see Eddie Valiant who's played by Bob Hoskins he did a pretty good American accent I thought on this would you agree uh, yeah yeah because um, he's quite a cockney, or he was, he's dead now, sadly, but he was... A, I don't think I even know who he is. Okay, he's a proper, he was a proper Londoner with a real cockney geezer accent, so I think he, he did quite a good American accent. Yeah. Um, so we see that he's a private investigator and he's asked by R.K. Maroon, who is the person that's making the cartoon, um, to spy on Roger Rabbit's wife, Jessica, um, to prove that she's cheating on Roger. Um, yeah. And after much cajoling, he agrees to do it because he doesn't like working with cartoons anymore after they killed his brother. And wasn't it weird? Did you notice when he, he left to go and try and get these photos of her, mm. um, he, he got on the back of a... A bus. Yep. And then said something to the children, like, thanks for the cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. Like, to the children. Different time. 
I know, and I did think the whole way through this film, actually, I just thought, God, it was just such effort, wasn't it? Like, it must have been such effort to do anything. Yeah, I'm like, not oh, I can't even get on a bus because you haven't got the money right there. I don't know, you know, it's just taking a picture. I just, it was just so much effort. Yeah, I would agree. It seemed a great effort to do everything, didn't it? It did. It really did. Thank God we're not in the 40s. I thought it was 1954. Was it? I thought it was the 40s. <laughs> I, I, I just made up the 40s by the fashion. I think it said 1954. Well, they were very outdated, what they were wearing <laughs> then. Because I, if anyone knows fashion, it's me, as you know. <laughs> and I would pinpoint that to the 40s, what Dolores was wearing. So then we see him go into a bar where Daffy Duck and Donald Duck are playing the piano. Um, together and this was the first time uh, the first film that Disney cooperated with Warner Brothers and they all appeared in one film together yeah because Dumbo came in earlier yeah mm. and um, one of the hippos was up from Fantasia I think one of the hippos was there earlier in it I don't remember that the amount of Disney characters you see I'm amazed they haven't thought to try and remake this film with how many more cameos could be made with the amount of Disney films we've now got to work with. They probably thought to themselves, we will never do that again because what an awful film. (laughs) I would imagine that is what happened. Can I point out this film was huge, (laughs) came out, absolutely huge. I had the sticker book which I, I used to do swapsies in the playground with a sticker book. It was, you know, it was a really big deal. Really big. I was hoping you would quite like this one. I, I, I thought that this might be one that I might actually get you to like. No. Okay. So then we see Jessica for the first time. And she's often voted the sexiest cartoon ever. Which is weird that there's even polls out there for that. (laughs) I don't go looking for them. I'm just saying. They're available. And I I just found it a bit weird. Like, I've written here that Betty Boop was acting quite slutty, I think. Okay. Um, Yeah, did did you not think she was? No, I think she was jealous because she was black and white. And, you know, this new colour cartoon, Jessica, was turning everyone's heads where it used to be Betty. I just sort of felt like that whole thing when Jessica Rabbit came out and then there's just all these men sort of like, you know, leering at her. It just sort of felt a little bit like a strip club. Yeah, I think it was probably, yeah, not a tasteful venue they were in. And, you know, like, what what are the rules of it? Like, can, do cartoons and humans, can they have relationships? I think, yeah, I don't, well, she was allegedly, you know, set up to, um, with the photos, she was set up with um, Marvin Acme to look like they were, you know, up to no good. So I guess, I guess they can have something going on, cartoons and humans. I, I thought, actually, I said is that, you know, is um, 
as patty cake or whatever they said is that some sort of is that yeah. meant to mean something else I, I guess i guess it was uh they couldn't say it in a disney film or show pictures of them no so i think they tried to tone it tone it down a little bit which was probably the only thing they tried to turn down in the, in tone down in the whole film I mean, I just don't understand at what point when someone went, oh, I know what, let's have, like, let's have his wife be, like, just, like, the most sort of, you know, the most sexiest cartoon character we could ever make. <laughs> According to polls. Um, okay, so... <laughs> We get he he gets some some pictures of of those two together and Roger sees it um, reacts very badly he takes a drink which is important later on and the drink makes him fly up in the air fly through the window and we don't see him for a little while after that do we Why is it important later on Because that's how he gets out of the dip situation with. Um, being put in the dip with Judge Doom. When? So later. Well, we're going to get to it, but later on, when when Judge Doom catches up with Roger in the bar in Dolores's bar, the way that Eddie gets him out of it is to give him a drink as his last request, and then he explodes up in the air, and that's how he escapes. Oh, I must have missed that bit. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I don't think someone was paying attention, were they? <laughs> and now you've made me skip to the middle of the film. So, um, Eddie's woken up by the police to say that it looks like Roger has killed Marvin Acme because um, a safe's been dropped on his head. Uh, Jessica turns up, slaps Eddie and said that he's caused all of this. Blah, blah, blah. And then we see Judge Doom for the first time. Scary? Yeah, horrible. He, he played it really, really well. I think he, he, he used to really frighten me when I was a child watching this. Yeah, and actually, when, we were, when I said to, to Lyle that we were doing this, his first thing was like, at, sorry to spoil it, at the end, you know, he was, that really, that gave me nightmares. Yeah. So, um, there was the, this was, I think this was the scene that upset me the most was when he dissolved that cute little shoe into the dip to make it, to kill it. I think that was just awful. I do, because actually the shoe was probably the least annoying tune there was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Roger, I'd have put him in there after about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay so more on that later but we see baby herman goes to uh eddie and you know says there's no way that roger did this um and then there, there was a very um near the knuckle line yeah and again i just was like this is just ridiculous <laughs> and you, we're watching a disney film and, and he's with he's with a human man actually, isn't he? 
So that answers your question. His wife or girlfriend is a human who he calls toots and smacks on the bum. You can't deal with that. No. Um, so, yeah, I'm just surprised. And I, I actually, I remember that line, but I don't think at the time I even knew what he was talking about. Like, I remember him saying it, but, yeah, when I when I watched it this time, I was like, oh, didn't expect that. Eddie then goes, and while he's looking through the photos that he took of Jessica, he spots that Acme has uh, a photo, sorry, um, in the photo he, he has, something sticking out of his pocket which is a will so that leads him to believe something's not quite right and then roger appears in his apartment he's been hiding there was this funny for you no <laughs> i love this scene where roger handcuffs himself to eddie and oh i just think it's funny I, I've literally was just like, I didn't really understand it when obviously he put his head in the sink, fine, and why he had to keep coming up for a breath in such a dramatic fashion that it was bound to have, you know, I'm surprised he didn't get caught. Yeah, I think that's for comedy value. I didn't find it funny, I found it annoying. I said that he should have just, just keep your head down. You know, like Eddie's trying to help you out here. Mm -hmm. Just, I said, actually, he's an attention seeker. <laughs> so we hear the line during this, that uh, one of these days you're going to die laughing, which again comes back to haunt them towards the end of the film. But that's kind of the run up to that. So... He takes Roger to Dolores to get the cuffs cut off. It turns out that Roger could have got out the cuffs at any time, which, again, was another scene that I found absolutely hilarious. And I laughed as much this time as I did at the time when I first watched it. And you can obviously imagine that this scene really annoyed me. <laughs> I think at some point I need to watch a film, just watching you watch a film. I think that would make me laugh more than watching the film. I mean, to be fair, with I think out of all of the three films that I had to watch this week, this film, I, I, I wish I could have turned it off. <laughs> wow. Okay. I'm sorry. So, um... Eddie thinks that uh, Maroon killed Acme to get his hands on Toontown, but they didn't manage to get hold of the will. So Jessica goes to see Eddie and um, says that Maroon put her up to posing for the pictures and said that if she didn't, Roger would never work again. And then we see Judge Doom appear again, which is the part you seem to have forgotten. Yes. Well, he catches Roger at that point by getting him out, by tapping on the wall and making Roger finish the song. He catches Roger and holds him over the dip and Eddie gets him out of it by saying, doesn't he have a last request and gives him a drink and of course that makes Roger fly up into the air and then they make their escape. So they make a getaway in a cab. A cartoon cab. 
Yeah. Did you like the, you like the cab? I didn't mind, actually. Okay. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Good. And they hide in the cinema um, while they're watching cartoons, which um, Eddie seems to hate. Roger's having a great time. And then later on, they go and confront Acme after um, seeing a news reel that reveals something about him selling the company. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. But he shot through the window before they can get all the information that they need to. So then they need to head to Toontown. And when he shot him through the window, I mean, the gun was basically in the room, wasn't it? It seemed it, yeah. It's quite quite a long gun. Um, so that I thought this was really good when they got to Toontown. You saw so many characters. You saw Mickey, Bugs Bunny, Tweety Pie, Droopy. It's you know it was a real treat to see all of the different ones together. I felt. Did you feel it was a treat? I haven't ever done drugs, <laughs> but I would imagine doing drugs is what it must be like, like Toontown is like. <laughs> I, I, I hated it. Okay. And no, I don't mean like the characters, just the, like, just the whole of them living in that Toontown. It's just awful. So I guess you're glad that MGM didn't build a Toontown. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I don't think you would have liked it. Not at all. No. Why, why couldn't they have just taken a normal gun into Toontown? Because gun, because two, you can't kill a toon with a gun. But you can't kill a toon with a toon gun either, can you? No, that's a good point. So really, what is the point? Maybe you can stun it. Oh, right, okay. I don't know. You can only kill a tomb with dip. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe... It just, it just seemed a little silly why he spent so long faffing around before going into the bridge and into the tunnel to go and get his like special gun. It was quite fun, though, wasn't it, seeing the, the bullets and talking cartoon bullets and things. It was just a nice little scene. <laughs> yeah. Just didn't really, didn't really see the point of it, like taking the gun. Yeah, no, no I, can't, I can't say there was a point. You're right there. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so then Jessica reveals that Judge Doom actually killed Acme. And he chases them, captures them, and then Doom basically reveals that he plans to erase Toontown with Dip, and he's going to build a freeway. Um, and on this, this Judge Doom, mm. I was just like, I mean, he, he's quite clever that he's managed to conceal himself as a human. Yes. So long, I mean, did do people not need paperwork and stuff back then to get jobs? Just, just got in, you know, most senior person, and, and all along he's just some evil tune. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he faked his paperwork. 
<laughs> True. I'm not, I, I couldn't 100% tell you. So they tie uh, Roger and Jessica up together and um, Eddie um, has to, he picked up on the doom again telling the henchmen that they're going to laugh themselves to death. So, and this is one of my favourite parts. I probably hated it. When, when Eddie does a skit to kill them with laughter. Again, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I mean, I didn't find it funny. No? No. I I nearly laughed myself to death watching it. <laughs> I love it. You're right. Yeah. Maybe you need to have seen this film when you were young. Um, no. No? Okay. No. I'm going to go with that. I think maybe it's just a bad film. Definitely not. It was a huge film. I'm going to see what the IMDb rating is on this film. Because I, everyone I've told we're doing this has not had a bad word to say about it. Because you're probably so overly enthusiastic. They feel like, you know, it's like breaking like a puppy's heart or something. (laughs) This is the best film ever, isn't it? Oh, I can't wait to do it. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I I didn't mind it, actually. (laughs) It got a rating of uh, 7.7 on IMDb. That's pretty high. What's Harry Potter? Uh, Let's have a look. Which one? The one that we did? Yeah. Okay. Well, I would hope. Two. (laughs) Do you know uh, which one you're looking for? Yes, The Prisoner of Azkaban. I know. I do run our social media and have to try. (laughs) I hashtag it all the time, don't you know? (laughs) Um, Right. So that has got... 7.8. 7.8. So, according to the public, it's on a par with... Well, no, it's better. 7.8. It's like 0.1. better. Yeah. Right, so then we see um, Doom get crushed by the steamroller, and it becomes apparent that he is a cartoon when he just gets up and survives it. And at that point, he reveals that he was the one that killed Eddie's brother. And it's quite scary, isn't it? Yeah, that bit is. Like when he gets um, when he gets squashed. Hmm. Yeah, he's quite creepy looking. Yeah. Very scary with like his eyes and stuff. And then he starts like, you know, he's got all these weapons on his hands and stuff. Hmm. Yes. So, um, Eddie manages to um, get the uh, dip all over Doom and he kills him, in a nutshell. Yeah. So, the police and Dolores appear and they clear Roger of it and they discover that the love letter Roger had written to Jessica was actually the will and... um, Toontown has been left to all of the tunes, so everyone can live happily ever after. Um, quick question. Eddie and his, I mean, is that his girlfriend he's with? Uh, yes, yeah. 
Why does he say something to her like, oh, you deserve a good man? I think he, he thinks that he hasn't been good enough to her, so he's trying to set her free. Oh, right, okay. But she sticks by him because she knows that, you know, he's had problems with his brother dying and uh, she believes in him. Yeah, he did like a bourbon, didn't he? He really did. He really did. Um, Someone even called him Jack Daniels at one point. Yeah. A lot of drinking, again, for a Disney a Disney film. And branded. You know, like there was wild turkey that he was drinking. Yeah. And quite a lot of smoking. The yeah. babies were smoking. You know, there was, there was quite a lot of that. I mean, I think actually the character out of all of them, the scariest was the baby. <laughs> he was just funny, wasn't he? Terrible. I found him really funny. No, I really didn't like him. Okay. So at the end, we see uh, loads more Disney characters and uh, Warner Brothers characters, and it ends pretty perfectly. It's a Porky Pig saying, that's all, folks, and then Tinkerbell flies across the screen. So it's complete 50-50 on both sets of cartoons, and I think it was wonderful. Out of all the films we've reviewed so far, where does this go? Oh, like, top three? Oh, you are outrageous. <laughs> Would be in my top 20 favourite films, without question. I just, I think we just need to end it there, because otherwise we're probably going to fall out. <laughs> So um, we had a few shout-outs about it. We're going to do those first. So at Movie Geek Cast said Jessica Rabbit, va va voom. So big fans there. Um, and that is uh, So I Married a Movie Geek podcast. Please go and check them out. They're very funny. So at Vicky Gregoire says, I still feel traumatised by the scared little shoe being dangled over acid. That's a fair point. It's scared of a lot of people. And along those lines, we've got Zed Newman 4 that said, one of my fave films as a kid, although it scared the bleep out of me. So again, it scared a lot of people, this film, and scarred them, it seems. <laughs> I remember it this many years later. At Podstalgic said, oh my word, Jessica Rabbit. So I would imagine Podstalgic were was a teenage boy in the eighties, possibly. Uh, and that's a very good podcast as well to listen to, by the way. Huge fans of Back to the Future, which I can only praise them for. So please go and listen to that podcast. They do some great films on that. And then one more at Seven Word Cinema said Great, great, funny, groundbreaking, fun movie. So all in all, not a bad word to say about it. Yeah. You're just not talking to me now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's ended our friendship. A bit premature. <laughs> not even halfway through the run. 
I won't ask if there's anything you'd like to add. No, no. Because I think I know the answer. But thank you very much for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Theme Park Films. You can email us, themeparkfilms at hotmail.com. And you can find us on Instagram, Theme Park Films Podcast. So any one of those, come and say hello. Let us know what you think of Roger Rabbit. Um, let's get some more, more people on side here. So thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.